Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. We are recapping the week's nerdy news from Madripoor to Cloud City and everywhere in between. My name is Mike Gibson with me as always, Steve Haller. What's up, Steve? Patch. Patch is what's up. Yeah. Patch is what's up. <laughs> uh, we'll be getting in, to it. Both in my comics and in trailers. So, Ah, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we are recording a day late because um, we didn't feel like recording after the Super Bowl was over. Um, although the uh, lead story for tonight did come from the uh, Super Bowl telecast. I just, oh, so should I be saying the big game? Are we going to get sued? Probably. About the Super Bowl? Yeah. The Super Bowl? I don't... Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to sue us. Probably not. And we'd probably uh, boost our numbers if we did get sued by the NFL. <laughs> That'd be this like is also probably true. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and call the Super Bowl until uh, someone tells me not to. <laughs> um but anyway yeah so we're uh we're a daylight and that's fine because uh we got that and um a couple other stories drop i believe yesterday or this morning so uh we're talking about that first of all i have to tell you that steve and i will be appearing at syracuse collectors con march 16th and 17th that is sponsored by funky town comics and vinyl we'll be there promoting this podcast i'll be there selling some comic books um, I got a new shipment of the horror anthology from the static that I am uh, featured in. Me and my partner, Riley McFarlane, uh, have a story in there. Uh, the book that we sold out of, you may remember, Steve, you and I sold out of that book at Saratoga Comic-Con. Don't worry, folks. It's back in stock. $20 a pop if you're looking for uh, some really cool short horror stories. Um, and, uh, yeah, what else do we need to tell the people about? Go listen to our interview with G. Willow Wilson. That's up, and it's great. I'm a big fan of it myself, even though I was a part of it. But you can listen to it and be your own kind of fan about it if you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know if we got any other business. Steve, got any other business to talk about? Mm, not off the top of my head. Uh, I do believe right. we did get a couple of new reviews. However, none of them oh, had I've a... I've got to check the reviews. Yeah, none of them had a, um, a uh, recipe? recipe in them. Uh, we, we, did get, I feel like... we did get told that one of them has a recipe for us, uh, Mr. Sunnyside Up Double Zero. I can only yeah, imagine yeah. who that is. However, uh, we did not have a recipe in the review. Ergo, we cannot eat anything. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. A couple more reviews. Look at that baby steps yep baby steps now we can just get some recipes in there yeah i know i like i said last week a number of people told me that they either did or want to or tried to submit uh recipes we haven't had one yet nope. i'm not eating anything right now there's no so remember no no food urls uh no urls in the review uh if you leave yeah. a five-star review on apple podcast for the multiverse report make sure it's ours uh there's a logo that looks like our old one um, because for some reason Apple won't update things. Uh, yeah, it's but, crazy. Uh, yeah, make sure it's the one that says hosted by Mike Gibson and Steve Haller. I almost said Mike Haller yeah. and Steve Gibson. That would have been very <laughs> awkward. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, make sure it's that All one and goes. leave something, and we'll read it for you and make it for yeah. you. Yeah, 
you have to you have to paste the entire recipe in the review. Now, I don't know if there's a character limit on these reviews. I haven't tested that out. If there so, is, we will find we, we'll search it out. We'll give us what we out. can to figure it out. But yeah, give us the the bare minimum. That's why it doesn't it doesn't have to be a complex recipe. You can just tell us how to make cheese and crackers with your favorite cheese and your favorite crackers. We'll do it and we'll give you credit and we'll eat it on the show. That's a promise. Mm -hmm. So far, a lot of interest, not a lot of execution. Just saying. Just saying. We're here. We're, we're not lying. We could be eating right now. Wouldn't you rather, like, you're listening to this podcast. Wouldn't you rather us be chewing while we're talking yeah. in your ears? That sounds way better, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> we're, like, shocked nobody wants us to be chewing while talking right. about nerd news. Uh, speaking of nerd news, uh, we got something big. Pretty big, I think. I we got so. a trailer. Sorry, teaser? Uh, yeah, teaser. that wasn't a full trailer. I'd say it's definitely a teaser. Mm -hmm. For a movie called Deadpool 3. Oh, wait, no, it's not called that. Oh, it's not called weird. that. We got a teaser, no and that. we got a new title. It is no longer that. Steve, this movie is not called Deadpool 3. It is Deadpool 3, but the title of this movie is Deadpool and Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Officially the title of the film. Steve. Yeah, I'd assume that usually means that, you know, there's a large amount of Deadpool and Wolverine in said film. I believe this is more than just a uh, large cameo role. He is yes. clearly the second lead. And like, I never thought this was going to be just a cameo. There's no way Hugh Jackman's coming back for just a cameo. Right. There's no way that's happening. So I thought it was going to be a substantial sized role. I don't think I thought that it was going to be substantial enough to name the movie after him. Yes, I believe that's about the same situation I was in of like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's going to be around. It's going to be cool. Like, we'll see a It'll lot be a of big him. part of it. And then it's like, yeah. oh, oh, it's he's he's there. He's it. He's in the name. He's going to be there. But uh, the a place where he isn't is in this trailer, unfortunately. Um, technically at the we end get, well technically we twice get two, we get two teases of him we do not see his face right and we have no idea if those are mainline uh logan or alternates of some sort since uh the first thing we see in this trailer is a shot of uh tva agents well the first thing we see is uh wade wilson as deadpool surrounded oh, yeah. by his friends and family Friends and found family, including members of X Force, mm -hmm. which he clearly went back in time and saved. Found, yeah. but, which I, he did at the end of Deadpool too. So right. that's clearly uh, canon. Mm -hmm. And you know, we knew he saved his uh, wife or whatever too. So um, I like that they're going with that. Uh, celebrating a birthday or something. That was a, yeah, yeah. A birthday, right? And then yes, as you said, Steve, members of the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, as we know from the TV show Loki direct ties to the MCU this teaser had and this movie will have as we knew that it would and I think there was speculation about there being something involved with the TVA a while ago and using that as a vehicle to get him into the uh, MCU timeline yep um, but that clearly confirmed clearly confirmed <laughs> yes um, and for those of us who have seen the Loki show makes perfect sense um, I think they're going to have to do some kind of explanation. I think it's going to it's going to benefit audiences who haven't seen Loki that uh, 
Deadpool himself has no idea who the TVA is or will have no idea who they are. So there will have to be some kind of explanation in the movie. So our main character knows who he's dealing with, who he's talking to. And therefore that those audience members will also know, you know, it's not going to be a thing where they assume you have seen it. They will, they will assume a lot of us have seen it, but they also know the main character of the movie has no idea what's happening. So there needs to be an explanation. So Mm -hmm. I think that'll work out well for audiences um and then after that it's really just like a a a buttload of action yeah in this um trailer which uh i loved i thought was great made me um excited for this movie it made me miss deadpool as a film character (laughs) because it's been so long since we've had him in anything um other than like a clever tease or something online that ryan reynolds posts or whatever but um you know deadpool one and two came out in pretty swift succession and then it's been a long time this movie's been in the works for a long time um you know since before the uh, since before disney bought fox this movie was yeah. being worked on um so which is crazy it to felt think it's really been that good long. yeah it's great yeah i know um, but it's also been rewritten a bunch of times and then they, I think they started almost from scratch when Hugh Jackman said that he was willing to come back. That was right. like a thing that they weren't expecting. And then they're like, Oh, well let's start from scratch and get him involved. Um, I would love to, uh, once this movie comes out, I hope that we get more of like a, more information on what was kept from previous drafts. And was it a, a page one rewrite when Wolverine became part of it? Um, but anyway, uh yeah the cool stuff about like swinging around with the the new clip and the gun and stuff like that like the way that he's fighting and he gets thrown through a window and his arms broken and he just fixes it real quick like stuff like that just felt like great deadpool stuff and that was the same time for anyone who's uh listening or watching this podcast you know this mike does not uh the the title of this podcast is deadpool feels like deadpool because that's the biggest thing I got from this trailer. Yeah. It felt like a Deadpool movie. Yeah, but... <laughs> right. But you also know, like, there was a lot of... I feel like there were a lot of people who were not expecting it to feel like a Deadpool movie. There's a lot of people saying, oh, now that it's a Disney thing, it's going to suck, and they're going to water it down, and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, you know, we've been told a million times this movie's rated R, and... I, I didn't I didn't I thought that it would feel like a Deadpool movie. I didn't think that they were going to, you know, mess with the formula too much. But just like seeing it was like, oh, oh, yeah, they're really they're really doing it. And it felt good to see it. And also at the same time felt like uh, big and bright and comic booky. Like, I think yeah. those first two Deadpool movies, they do have a little bit of a, um, a darker color palette, maybe. And this one, I don't think was shying away from like the bright red of his suit and. Uh, it just looked kind of brighter, and I, I feel like maybe that's an MCU thing or a Disney thing, but I liked it because it just looked more comic booky, but without sacrificing the the violence. Right. You know, that's part of his character. So, so um, yeah. Easter eggs. Go ahead. Any any what you, you would got? like to bring because, up? Or well, I do. I liked that the first tease that we got of Wolverine seemed like he was dressed in his in Madripoor gambling um yeah, like uh, patch going under the patch. alias of patch yep. um uh which i liked quite a bit um but i can't the other easter egg that i noticed that they weren't blatant about and i wonder how blatant about they're going to be in the movie, 
that fight scene that they're showing a lot of, I believe was happening next to a crumbled 20th century Fox logo. Did you notice that? No, that's amazing. Yeah. Like there's like some yellow or goldish like rocks behind them. Yep. And it, I think, you know, like the logo, the 20th yeah. century Fox with the searchlight things going over, yeah. it looks like that just like fell to the ground or something like, um, uh, yeah. So I thought that was funny and I wonder how blatant they'll be about showing it or if it's just going to be literally like if you notice it you notice it but right. I definitely noticed it in the trailer yeah that's I think awesome. that's the second time I noticed it I was like I think that says Century Fox there yeah um, uh. I didn't get too many other things but uh, I mean you're more of the uh, Marvel um, Easter egg guy than me yeah. so what so, do you got so the bald headed villain yeah any thoughts on that or what we're assuming would be a villain uh, it's a person sitting in a chair with a bald oh, head. Oh, wait, don't we collar. know? Do, don't we know who that is? That's, uh, um... There's been rumors of who we, it is. That, it's, it's, I think they, didn't they announce it's Cassandra Nova? Or it was rumored that okay. it's going to yes. be Cassandra Nova. I, I know it yeah, was yeah, at yeah. least rumored, but it looks... Yeah, I think we talked about it. I remember For that. lack of a better... I forgot until... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm I'm with you. Like, I... It, I remembered them saying something about it but i couldn't remember whether it was announced that uh that was or if it was like heavily rumored because i think is it emma corin yes was gonna play? okay i remember we talked about it now i'm i also don't remember if it was like an official thing or just like a rumor right that she was cast as that character but i but, remember talking about but it but similar to um, our next story but, but i forgot about, about it until this moment yeah similar to our story we'll talk about after this this about confirms it um yeah for sure that, uh yeah cassandra nova sister of uh charles xavier sister thing, whatever yeah uh <laughs> strange yeah um yeah the so yeah is going to be present in the film uh so that's cool Clearly. um cool choice for a villain yeah, for sure very much so yeah. uh so we'll see we'll see what happens there and how wolverine and deadpool take down a ultra powerful telepath because yeah. that seems like a great combination to do that Whatever, they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Well, if there's if there if the rumors are true that there will be other um, Fox Universe X Men characters, then they may have access to their own one or two other powerful uh, psychics that Fair can enough. maybe figure out. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Uh, the only the only other one I caught was Pyro at the end of it. I didn't catch that. Uh, like Pyro, the same actor from, from X2 the or whatever? Fox X-Men, yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, and I, I pulled it up on one of the sites. Aaron Stanford is his name. But um, Okay, yeah. yeah. So that'll be wow. That'll be interesting. Same same slick back hair. Looks much older because, well, he's much older. I'm sure he does. Uh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was kind of a, the, he, he had a youthful look to him in those films. Um, yes, uh, that was his role, I think. Yeah, because he was a student. He yeah. was at the school. Yep. Yeah, so he had to be younger. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. So yeah, that was uh, that one, and then one that I saw online that I did not uh, didn't put together watching the trailer, but in that last scene where he's kind of laying on the broken concrete, um, yeah. The comic that's next to him is Secret Wars number five. Oh, that's so cool. that's, that's probably like the, a um, dead set throwing that like all right this is starting the road to secret wars type thing right in yeah, the yeah, most yeah. deadpool way possible of blatantly over the top stating it so right 
Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Very interested to see a full trailer. Very excited to see this movie. July 26th or June 26th? Uh, July 26th, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it comes out. Um, very interested to see this movie. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. I mentioned how I'm still like a little hesitant because of my I'm getting wary of multiverse uh, movies. They seem like they don't really mean anything. Um, and blah, blah, blah. You can go back and listen to my rants about that if, uh, if you want to know details or, you know, send me an email. But uh, <laughs> so I think, but I do think if there's someone that can do it and make it work, it's Deadpool. Um, no spoilers, but I'm very interested to see if anything in this movie ties into uh the marvels which yeah. i saw recently and um again no spoilers ends in a way where there might be uh might be some tie-ins there mm-hmm. might be some crossover uh so yeah we'll see yeah i i guess i'm also i'm also like we you brought this up when we started talking about this trailer and then we went off into a crazy uh everything else but um yeah, is this going to be, I don't know if they've said or not, is this going to be the same version of Wolverine that we saw in those other X-Men movies, or is this going to be a different version of Wolverine that just happens to still look like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine? You know right. what I mean? Like, is, and that's is this why he's got literally, the, uh, the suit and whatnot. Right, yeah. Are they literally going into the Fox X-Men timeline, or are they going into a different universe that looks a lot like the Fox X-Men timeline? Right. Um, Because I can see, like, going into the real one, super fun. Going into one that is similar but different gives you a lot more elbow room to do things with characters or have characters look differently or act differently. You know, maybe make some corrections from the way they were portrayed in previous films, what have you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'll be interested to see which that is. Because I know that they said they came out straight away after they announced Hugh Jackman and said this is not going to undo Logan. This, well, you know, right. what happens in Logan happens in Logan, and this is not going to take place, take that away, which made me feel better. Because mm-hmm. um, that's part of the big reason I didn't want to see Hugh Jackman come back as Wolverine. But yeah, and I don't if it know. leaves it open, we'll then see. we should be okay. Agreed. Yeah, I can't imagine he's going to like die in this in <laughs> Deadpool three. You know, that doesn't seem like. Or he's going to die like 14 different times. Or that. Yeah, maybe so. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's the standard. We have no idea. No idea, but interested to learn more as soon as we possibly can. I'm sure we'll probably get another, well, it comes out this year. It comes out this July. I was about to say we'll get a trailer at Comic-Con, but no, it'll be almost out by Comic-Con. Right. So... What is it, February? I feel like we'll probably get another trailer at least by April, May, probably. Yeah, you know, that sounds when right. some bigger ticket movies start hitting theaters that'll attach itself to like a... I mean, what's even big... coming out then? Uh, Madam Web coming out in two days, baby. Yeah, you got I'm your pretty, tickets? Pretty sure they're not <laughs> dropping that with uh, Madam Web. They might drop the teaser. Yeah. We might see this exact teaser, but they're not dropping a full trailer with Madam Web. Um, I'm dumb. I was trying to think. I was like, what is the one Marvel movie that's coming out this year? Oh, yeah. The one, the we're, one talking we're talking about, about. right now. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it'd have to be something else because there's no DC movies coming out this year either. So I'm sure there's some kind of, you know, I don't, like Godzilla versus Kong or is coming out or um, uh, okay, Ghostbusters. I, oh, sure, Ghostbusters. Yeah, some like big like event genre movie like that. The closest they can get. So. Yeah, because after that, I mean, it's nothing until like May. I feel like May is too yeah. late to drop. Because May, you've got what? Kingdom of the Planet of the May, Apes. And... May is like the latest you you can drop a big trailer, I think, for a movie's kind of in July. Yeah. So I feel like we'll see it earlier, but it's I mean, probably going to be where they'll drop got it. Reynolds' other big movie, Fall Guy, coming out. Oh, that's true. Okay. So it's prob- it might be on that. Right. And then um, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes after that, and then Furiosa. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. Um, I also feel like this is a movie where they don't want to give everything away. You know what I mean? This is a movie that's going to probably have a lot of surprises in it. Right. And if they're smart, they're not. They'll. I mean, we're definitely going to see Hugh Jackman in the next trailer. It's called Deadpool and Wolverine. There's no way they're not going to show us Hugh Jackman in the next in the full trailer. Did you see the? But, did you see the? Um, the teaser uh, poster that's come out. Uh, the the locket. Yes, I yeah, just saw that necklace, for the first time. Yeah. That's utterly amazing. Oh, yeah, it is great. <laughs> yeah, it's a poster. You know, like a friendship necklace or whatever. But one half is Deadpool's mask, and the other half is Wolverine's mask. And yeah, cute. Um, so I mean, I can see them cutting the best trailer that they can, using almost like from all the same scenes that we've almost already seen in this teaser, plus a couple Hugh Jackman shots. And that's the trailer that they run a million times until the movie yeah. comes out. You know, because yeah. they don't want to give away that, you know, Patrick Stewart is back or Ian McKellen is back or whoever. You know, they don't want to right. uh, completely. I, I think the everything. the quote unquote full trailer will be, you know, maybe maybe a couple of shots with Wolverine and just it'll be more Deadpool, Deadpool and Wolverine, Deadpool. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be of more of Deadpool and it'll be Wolverine and Deadpool. Yeah, walking and looking cool or fighting each other like we'll get some of that stuff mm-hmm. for sure um but if they're smart and you know you'll we'll probably get uh bad guy stuff we'll get cassandra nova and this is what this person's trying to do yeah um but I don't no. know, if they're smart if they're smart they will save a lot of the surprises for us in the theater yeah my brain after um after the uh uh yeah, never mind. My brain's, your brain my brain's right failing now. me. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is your brain on no sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a fried um, egg, like those old. Uh, this is your brain on drugs commercials. Yeah, yeah. Um, my one question: um, they couldn't get Owen Wilson to play that part in the trailer, where it's like <laughs> explaining to like, come on. I mean, that might <laughs> that might not be that might be another thing that they don't want out, like a variant of. Uh, yeah. Of uh, Mobius is hanging around yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess. I guess, but I don't know. It just would have been, it like, it lines up great, but it would have been lined up perfectly if mm-hmm. it was Owen Wilson's character from Loki. Given, oh, yeah. You know, the... Anyway, um, speaking of uh, confirmed, unconfirmed, unofficial, but pretty confirmed things, I'm not even sure if that's what we were talking about at all. I got rumors for Deadpool 3. Confer- yeah, yeah, sure. Rumors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a segue. I did it. I nailed it, everybody. I nailed it. Give me a round of applause. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Pedro Pascal unofficially confirmed as playing Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. This was a huge rumor that leaked a few months ago. No official confirmation, um, but it was like inside sources say this is happening. Um, people have been kind of taking it as fact, despite no official announcement from Disney or Marvel or whatever. But the SAG After Foundation posted um, some page about Pedro Pascal on their website. And I'm not sure in what context they did this. But uh, in there's a little bio section about Pedro Pascal. And in that bio section, it reads... Pascal recently wrapped production on Ridley Scott's highly anticipated Gladiator 2 and will soon begin production on Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four. And if that's not enough, uh, director of the Fantastic Four and director of um, WandaVision, Matt Shackman, posted something on his Instagram about Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards. And shortly after that, his Instagram page was deleted. Probably by... Kevin Feige himself. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, this, every once in a while this happens where someone says someone gets the okay to post something and it turns out the okay was not actually given or not given by the right person and yada, yada. So mm-hmm. um, these two things combined, I believe, confirms that uh, Peter Pascal is going to be playing Reed Richards. Now, Steve, when this news broke months ago, you. We're not all about Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. Have you softened on this? What are your feelings of Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards on February 12th, 2024? I think my thoughts are still similar to what they were in the sense that I'm a big fan of what Pedro Pascal could probably do with the character. Yeah. I'm just afraid that we're getting so much Pascal in so little time that it's like, okay, now like you're you're now getting a big screen movie in mandalorian and grogu you're everywhere yeah, on but... the last of us and whatever mandalorian is happening uh you are now reed richards like there's there's a lot on pedro pascal's plate true and i don't know um, it almost seems like two to... the things the things that we complain about a lot for uh what Disney and Marvel do in oversaturating, this seems yeah. to fall directly into the problem of that. Well, but this isn't Disney oversaturating pays of Pedro Pascal. This is Pedro Pascal just being a very in demand popular actor and getting work. You know well, I mean? yeah. And he's, um, you know, good enough that they keep calling him, but also like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems it to me. It, my brain is just like, ah, it's, this is a lot of Pascal. Well, two counters for that. Okay. Mandalorian, as we will talk about shortly, the, sorry, the movie, big, the Mandalorian and Grogu movie, we're not going to, we got a little bit of time before we're going to see that movie. Also, uh, 90% of the time he's going to have his helmet on. <laughs> so uh, you won't be looking at Pedro Pascal. You'll be looking at a different guy. You'll be hearing Pedro Pascal. Right. You'll be looking at him. And also, don't forget, uh, reports have indicated that Reed Richards is not the lead of this movie. That the lead of Fantastic Four is Sue Storm, mm-hmm. is the main character. So I'm sure it's a it's, sure it's a big role. It's not called Sue Storm and the Fantastic Three. It's called the Fantastic Four. He's going to be in it, in it for sure. Um, how 
Can you imagine how mad people would get? Can you imagine the YouTube comments from those chuds on YouTube if what? they called it Sue Storm and the Fantastic Three? <laughs> Why of all the crazy and funny things you've said on this podcast, is that the one that broke me? I don't know. Yeah, you have to take a time huh. away from the microphone for that one, buddy. Yeah. Gotcha with that. Um, So, you know, I, I'm sure he's going to be in it but we don't know uh, what full capacity he's seemingly going to be more of a supportive character, like a second lead probably. Um, so your worry of Pedro Pascal oversaturation, I think maybe unfounded because we don't even know when this movie's coming out. You know what I mean? Like this also movie's true. supposed to come out in 2026, but they haven't announced a cast yet. And it's seemingly, I don't know who knows where we are <laughs> with fantastic four. We have no idea. So, uh, you know, it might be more spread out than it seems. Just because we're getting a lot of Pedro Pascal announcements doesn't mean we're going to see any of this stuff for years, as we will talk about. Um, he's not someone that I would have cast myself if I was in charge of this, uh, but I do think he is a, a tremendous actor. And I think he can do it. Um, and I think he, uh, you know, being of um, Hispanic descent, I think will uh, bring some different qualities to the character that have not previously been there in a way that I believe will make him more interesting than the previous two um, Ian Griffud or Miles Teller versions of the character that we've seen. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, and speaking of people being cast in Marvel things, uh, star of the show, Candy Cane Lane, show I have heard of vaguely, but I don't know anything about it. Nope. Um, Jenia Walton, I think that's how you say her name, has been cast in Daredevil Born Again. She's joining the series as, quote, a young journalist with connections to a character from the original series. So, a lot of people are assuming, I probably believe correctly, that she's going to be somehow related to Ben Ulrich, who is a classic Daredevil character and was an integral part of season one of Daredevil on Netflix. And um, spoiler alert for that show that came out years and years ago, uh, he died in that uh, towards the end of that first season. Yes, Ben which Uri I thought Uri was did. Autocorrect oh, got Uric? you again. Yep, Ben Uri. Uh, oh, yeah, autocorrect. I, I was going to say, when I said it, I was like, I don't think I'm saying that right. <laughs> like, Why do I think I'm saying right. that right? Yeah, Ben Uric. Yeah, thank you. Um. And I was shocked when he died in season one because he's a staple of the comics. I yeah. mean, he has been for like a long time. Like I felt like that would be if you had a Batman show and you killed Jim Gordon in like the second to last episode, you know, like. Yeah, he has uh, kind of filled that that role of like yeah. the. And he's he's done it for Daredevil. He's done it for Spidey. He's he's. Yeah, exactly. He's been in that that vein for a good good long bit so yeah um yeah, he was played, so i what was it in the original one he was played by vondi curtis hall it looks like uh okay. who i believe yeah. I, I believe for anyone who uh doesn't know off the name uh he's definitely a that guy actor yeah and he was great oh, in yeah. the role too i thought he was really good also played by uh joe pantoliano in the yes um original daredevil film Starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Mm -hmm. um, 
I like this. If this is true, I like that there will be some kind of representation of um the of Yurik in Daredevil Born Again. Because not that I felt like it was missing from seasons two and three of Daredevil, but I don't know. I just like the uh I like that relationship of like, you know, a journalist on the inside that can feed information to the hero or, you know, yeah. vice versa or whatever. Like I like that kind of um aspect to a right and kind of the the everyman foil as well yeah exactly um oh i'm just remembering this right now i saw some pictures of deborah ann wool that were released uh from the set of daredevil born again and uh she had blood splatter all over her face Mm. but it was like she was like posing like hi i'm in makeup and it was (laughs) you know cute picture of her but she just had blood all over her. was like ooh, getting our hands dirty karen page can't wait to see why this is happening awesome did you ever listen to the marvel's audio drama podcast no i think i might have started one but i don't think i you mean the wastelanders thing no the uh they did a marvel's one based on the the fantastic four fighting galactus in new york oh okay no definitely didn't listen to that one okay so so yurik was like one of the the centerpieces of it um oh cool played by method man actually uh clifford Clifford smith um so uh it i mean it was all of these audio dramas they did were great but um this one definitely definitely hit and i like as soon as you said ben urich i was like for some reason something brought me back to that yeah i've read him in books for how many years but for some reason that uh i just wanted to to plug that podcast because it was really good Sure. I mean, it's a different kind of connection when it, there's someone's in your ears, yeah. like you're hearing a voice in your brain. You know? Yep. Um, uh, did you listen to the two uh, Wolverine seasons of that podcast yes. I did? Yep. Those were great. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. The I Wastelanders season two was, was good, too. I didn't listen to Wastelanders. I uh, probably should. I thought season two of that Wolverine one was way better than season one. I liked season one. Was one, one was the long night, right? When he fought yeah. Wendigo and... Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like he was barely in it. Like it was mostly like the two agents yeah. that were after him and yep. he was like a feature. I was like you shouldn't call this Wolverine. He's a side he's barely in this thing. Yeah. But he was like the main character of the second one and I thought it was awesome. Yeah, that was the second one was him down in the bayou, right? Yeah, Gambit was in yep. it. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah. That was great. I should really listen to that. Yeah, with Richard Armitage as Logan. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They get some great cast right. for those. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Moving on from Marvel into uh, something that I'm sure we won't talk about for very long. Because Steve and I never talk about Star Wars for very long. Do we, nope. Steve? Nope. Never. Never. Aside, never. Aside, uh... Never. Star Wars. We got some news. Uh, just a kind of like a bunch of different small things news story roundups um of star wars things shows and films and things first of all previously teased part of the mandalorian and grogu film um got a release window i think we talked about this earlier but apparently it's officially looking at a 2026 release date so um not as much of a rush job as uh um it it may be we thought it was but isn't <laughs> isn't 26 what also was penned as the release date for the new jedi order movie um uh, i don't know they do have two 
movies they have two slots uh in 2026 they have lucasfilm has two yeah uh reserved i think one in summer and one in the fall uh or christmas time i think one summer one christmas so um so we'll see which other one takes that uh second one but i believe it's new jedi order is the most from everything i've seen everything i've read everything i've heard the ray movie is uh the next closest one to being able to go full steam ahead you know right um but uh confirmation uh if you were hoping for a star wars movie next year in theaters not gonna happen you gotta wait till 2026 uh another release date window for the acolyte we got a series i'm very excited about disney plus series that focused on it's like high republic era focused on villains said to be getting a summer release date i'm hearing june um I don't know if June is official. Um, summer is official. June is uh, something that I saw as rumored. Mm. Um, looking forward to that. Um, ooh, also Bad Batch comes out like next week, I think. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Bad Batch, third and final season. I read like a couple like tweets or whatever. People saying, you know, that I was Star Wars coverage people saying, you know, I was I got to see first few episodes of the bad batch and it's tremendous and you know can't wait to see more kind of thing so hyped for that for sure uh diego luna himself cassian andor has announced that andor season two has wrapped filming they are done um and he was very grateful and thankful for his time as that character i'm sure we'll see him at you know celebrations and things like that but uh andor season two is done they're in post-production officially no official release date still but it's expected to go up in 2025 very excited for that as well um well we're still talking about shows and you know we mentioned the super bowl um steve i was kind of bummed that we didn't get more uh surprise trailers for things like there was rumors we're gonna get deadpool stuff but like i don't know i'm i would have liked a teaser for the acolyte or a teaser for skeleton crew or some kind of Star Warsy thing that would have been nice. I was gonna say, does Skeleton oh. Crew exist? <laughs> like, yeah, I know right? it does, but I haven't heard show? anything about it. <laughs> nothing, nothing. We know Jude Law's in it. It's about kids. That's all we know. Come on, Lucasfilm, we're here for it. We're ready. Mm-hmm. And Acolytes coming out this summer. Though, can we get Skeleton Crew in the fall? Maybe. Can, like, just let us know. Want to know? Yeah, there's not even a. Yeah, no. there's nothing. All all we've gotten is 2024. But there's also no like reports of like behind the scenes turmoil or director firing or you know right people yelling. You know, there's no drama seemingly unless they're just keeping it under a tight lid. But um, they don't seem like they're able to keep it under a tight lid when it happens to them and has happened to them in the past as recently as damon lindelof getting asked to leave the uh, new jedi order movie or whatever so well and, um, and that's like uh, that whole i'm trying to think skeleton crew how to how to phrase it the yeah, i forgot we confirmed that jaleel white is in it um oh yeah i forgot that too <laughs> but like the directorial like it's written by john watts christopher ford and john watts that's right. Um, yeah, from Spider from the Spider-Man trilogy. And then it's directed by Watts, the Daniels from Everything yeah. Everywhere. Uh David Lowry, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard and Lee Isaac Chung. 
Yeah, like, it's got a lot of talent attached yeah, to it. There's there's and it something stars going Jude on there. Law. Right. <laughs> yeah, and like he's famous. He's like a celebrity. He's a guy. He's a face that makes people want to watch things. Like show us a picture of Jude Law in Star Wars, we'll flip out. Like we'll get, you know, the hype will be there. Why aren't you hyping this show? I guess I don't know. I get I get frustrated just cuz I want to see it, but I also know in my heart if you need to take time to make it good, then take the time to make it good. You know, don't yep. rush anything just because I'm whining about it. I'd rather see something that's great. Yeah. No, oh, uh, Tunde Adepimpe from um, TV on the radio. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He, he's in it? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yep. I didn't know that. Awesome. Last Star Circle, Wars thing. Circles are I was interweaving, excited. Mike. What's that? <laughs> circles are all interweaving at this point, man. I know, I know. Um, I was excited to hear a quote from Donald Glover talking about um, his work on the Lando movie. Uh, he was asked about uh, kind of why he returned and uh, was it a hard decision to make and what does he like about it, all that kind of stuff. And he said, I said yes because I like the characters and my kids love Star Wars. At this point, I just know when something's going to be good because you're really fighting the industry when you put your imprint on a franchise of that magnitude. I feel like I have enough control. And maybe you get painted as a control freak, but it's like, yeah, control allows for the vision to be singular. And if the vision is singular, people want it more. The less it's singular, the less people want it because they feel like they could have made it. Look, we live in a time where anybody can fucking make anything. You go on TikTok, there's literally every type of thing. There's documentaries, there's puppetry, there's yarn stop motion. So why would you want to see something that you feel like you could have made? I want to know. A pretty good quote. I want to know the yarn stop motion uh, that he's referring to yeah. that made him think of that because that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. Also, Mr. The Glover, can you please send a link to the yarn stop motion TikTok that you're talking about, please? Also, in the notes, it looks like yam stop motion, and it really threw me off for a minute. I uh, did a quick double take, so I didn't say yam stop motion. Yes, I mean, I that would be that would be the quite R awesome. And together, uh, yes. but <laughs> yeah, we hey, we should do that. We should do the yam <laughs> stop motion. I'm sure no one's doing that. Uh, Simpsons, it's our it. idea. You can't take no one steal it, listeners. It's right. our idea. We own it. You can't take it. You'll, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop motion brought to you by the multiverse report. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Um, so I like that he's saying, I know when I, I, he's saying it's going to be good. Like he can, he's like, I know it's going to be good because I, I, he says he has enough control to make it good. And we know the things that he's been involved in the past, whether it be music or other projects that he's written or directed. He's a pretty talented guy. Yeah. He is able to make, things that are good um and the thing that i really love that he said about making it singular making it an original thing i really love that mm -hmm. but i am wary because i think we can point to probably a lot of instances where it could be true that lucasfilm doesn't love that or Kathleen Kennedy doesn't necessarily love that, or Bob Iger doesn't love that because they certainly fired a lot of directors because they were trying to do something different or do something different from what they wanted. Um, and a lot of people that don't like the sequel trilogy or parts of the sequel trilogy 
will say that, oh, they're just, it's a watered down version of Star Wars or it's just recycled, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that recycled stuff comes, I believe, from top brass at Lucasfilm, yeah. not from creative filmmakers like Donald Glover. So I'm hoping that they realize really what a, an accomplishment it is for them to get Donald Glover on board to do yeah. this movie. Oh, like, 100%. Securing him alone is like a huge win. And I hope that they know how special it is that he's doing it and also know enough to let him do it and not muddle or give notes to the point where he's off the project. Because he's someone that he's not someone that will do this because I, I I don't know. I get I get he's a busy guy, he's got a lot of projects. I get the feeling that if Donald Glover's not happy on what he's working on, he'll just walk away. No matter what it is, yeah. including Star Wars, including Star Wars. Yep, he's, he's like, okay, I, I mean, can't do this anymore. Yeah, there's there's track record. Like, if he doesn't sure. think it's going to be good, then he's not going to make it. Right, right. Um, I'm just, I just hope they let him make it. That's all I'm saying. I hope it's not so far out there that, uh, you know, that he walks. Um, Steve, I don't remember if we've talked about this before. Can't imagine that I haven't brought it up, but I don't know if you even remember it. Uh, for a while, Donald Glover was developing an animated Deadpool series for FX. Really? Yeah. Did you ever hear about that? No. Maybe, but no? Yeah. Uh, I was very excited. It was pre-merger. It was before Disney bought Fox. They were okay. doing, they were going to do a, like adult animated Deadpool series, and it got canceled for some reason before like while they were in development of it. And I think you can, I remember after it got canceled, instead of releasing a statement, they just re- like they wrote or Donald Glover wrote a, uh, like a script as if Deadpool the released it in script format as if like Deadpool was responding to his own show getting canceled. Um, and just based on that, I was like, oh, wow, they really knew how to write Deadpool. This would have been a great show. <laughs> so, um, yeah, course. you should look it up. It's interesting. It's a bummer that it didn't go. Um, so I feel like that would have been great. But Yeah. Just tying those two uh, stories together and, uh, you know, making our podcast a little tighter. Oh, what was it? Was that... a, there's a through line. There was another through line because what was it that was announced that was officially shelved and never to see the light of day? Oh, Coyote versus Acme. Ah, uh, yeah. That thing that was literally completely done. It was completely done. They said they were going to shelve it. There was huge public out- outcry. This is HBO, by the way, or Max or David Zaslav, uh, Warner Brothers guy who's doing this. They shelved it. There was public outcry. They said, okay, fine. We won't shelve it. We'll sell it to somebody else. Um, and apparently they weren't looking for anything less than 75 to $80 million for it. And um, despite uh, Prime and Netflix and Paramount being interested in the property, uh, they would not accept any counter offer. It was $80 million or nothing. And so now it's looking like Coyote vs. Acme is going back to the uh, delete folder and shall never be seen again. And unlike Batgirl, which was, you know, midway through production, this was a completely finished film 
that had seen uh, nothing but positive reviews from all test audiences and focus groups and critics. Mm-hmm. Just like really positive to rave reviews about this film. They're just going to delete it forever so they can get a tax credit. And right. everybody's hard work, everyone that worked on that movie, you just did it for, you know, the art is doesn't exist anymore. Unreal. Great. Still Great. unreal. Unreal. That that's, I see people say this online all the time, and I agree that if you're going to, the rule should be if you're going to uh, delete a fully made thing like that, it should be released to the public domain. I know that's impossible, especially when it's like an IP character. Like, I don't know who, you know, owns Wile E. Coyote or whatever. Probably just sort of Warner Brothers at this point. But like, um, I don't know. It the, should just be free. <laughs> like, the actual Agme Corporation owns it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Anyway, bunch of bullshit. David Zaslav is a piece of shit. Moving on to a story that Steve may or may not be very excited about. I'm guessing more in the May column. This is a uh, going back to Westeros, a place we haven't been to in quite some time on this podcast, I believe, not in any serious way. And still, this is just kind of very early days of this story. But a series called Aegon's Conquest is currently in development at HBO. Mattson Tomlin, uh, ghostwriter of The Batman, Matt Reeves, official co-writer of The Batman Part 2, uh, has been hired to develop the series. It would be a prequel to House of the Dragon, which in itself is a prequel to Game of Thrones. Uh, one person close to the project, according to The Hollywood Reporter, described the series as a, quote, back-to-basics approach um, to the story. I'm unclear on what back-to-basics means because it's not like it's not like they went to space or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they stayed... I know, like I know they got away from the the story in the last couple seasons, but that's only because those books didn't exist. So like I don't really know what they mean by back to basics. It's not like they they doesn't seem like they've strayed too far from just being in Westeros and fighting each other. That seems like what all the stories are about. Right? Yeah, no, I I really don't know what that quote is. Maybe it's like I don't know how closely House of the Dragon is following the source material, but. Yeah. Who knows? But also Maybe that's like along those lines. That's also seems pretty basic to Game of Thrones. It's people in armor right. fighting. It, it fits the dragons. formula. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not like a that's like I said, it's not like they went to space in House of the Dragon or something, you know. It's mm-hmm. like same thing. Anyway. Um uh this is as far as I know, the third series that's currently in development. Uh there have been a lot that have come and gone. Uh, but we know uh there's a series with a insanely long title a knight of the seven kingdoms colon the hedge knight that's too long of a title i think um is in development uh the duncan egg show and then there's also an untitled john snow sequel series that we heard about a while ago and um thing since so maybe that one's not happening anymore but uh steve you're the big um game of thrones guy out of the two of us bigger game of thrones guy how do you feel about aegon's conquest is this a good series? Excited for it? Good news, bad news? What do you think? I couldn't give two flying shits. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, I think Great. it's a, a recent it's a recent phenomenon for me, but I Yeah. Every time I hear more Game of Thrones news, I'm just like, eh, okay. Like I think there's just yeah, a general malaise and I that's 
That's like, how I feel too. That's why. That's how I felt about House of the Dragon. Yeah, this and that, good, I mean that like, turned out I just, good. I'm not really. Yeah. Yeah, but it, like I'm just I'm just like I just don't really care about it. There's not the know. zeal there was for the first one. No. And then no. they didn't land the plane there, and no, it's been ten years since the last book. Yeah. And like anybody who's a book reader is like, well, Martin's never finishing these, so okay, cool. I mean, there's got like. That just has to be the consensus. Everyone has to know that at this point, right? Like, right. I would think. I would it. hope so. If he's not, just then... not going to finish it. Like, yeah. If he does, great. But come on, everybody. Yeah. Don't look hold your breath facts. on that. Yeah. Look facts in the face. But yeah, I I don't. I mean, it sure. If there's, if it's going to, I mean, with Mattson Tomlin on it, it's probably at least going to have a solid writing backbone, but or development yeah. backbone. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, okay, cool. Great. If it's I mean, good, it'll be great. And if it's not, then it'll be the last two se- your seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of like, like we just said, like I thought House of Dragon was good too, but I don't, I'm not excited for season two. Like I told you, I might not even watch season two. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. I just don't care. Same. Uh, and I feel like this would have to literally be the greatest show of all time to get me to uh, care about it or watch it. Yeah. And that just could be where I'm at right now. I could wake up in a month and be like, yeah, I feel like rewatching Game of Thrones or I will, I will go back to House of the Dragon or, you know, like, I don't know. But right now, like you said, malaise, I think is a good yeah. term for it. Like, okay, fine. And I'll end up watching it because I'm sure my wife will want to. However, yeah, there's not this isn't going to be one where I'm looking for every shred of information on. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Steve, do you have a comic to review? Uh, I yes and no. Okay, because I straight up don't second two weeks in a row. I don't have a comic to review. Failing failing as a podcast comic host i have one and didn't actually get to reading it oh <laughs> wow we're doing great <laughs> yeah i was supposed to today i i hit a lot of other books and i was like oh i'm gonna do this right before the pod yeah make sure it's fresh yeah good to go well life happened let's talk about it what do you got what what's the book that you didn't read i do have uh dear editor number one by mad cave uh oh from mad cave deer being d-e-e-r yes for anyone not seeing the visual um it's literally a buck in a suit yeah it's a uh white tail in a yeah it's a deer wearing a business suit um so can you tell some interesting art so it seems very noir yes a sentient deer that's a editor at a paper in a um, human world or like an investigative <laughs> journalist uh he looks to be the only anthropomorph in said world uh wow reviews were actually pretty solid on it um, I say, I, you're selling me on this on this book just by describing it yeah like it's it it seems like it's got promise i just wish i had time to actually read it yeah so like now that I'm thumbing through it, I'm um, like, oh, that is actually like that looks like it'll be fun. Does it seem funny? Does it seem uh, violent? Like, um, or does it for, from thrum, th- thumbing through it? It seems like a. I don't. I don't think violent. Um, 
Yeah. Well, as I say that, there's like he's assaulting a coworker. It looks like. Whoa, geez, yeah. So, so much for the not so violent some thing. Fighting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh. But it's not like a. It doesn't seem like it's not like a horror book. No, no. He's not also like a superhero. It seems more like a. Seems like a crime thriller, drama like a thriller. Crime yeah. drama thriller. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like art wise. From Ryan K. Lindsay and Sammy Cavella. So. Crime drama thriller about an anthropomorphic deer. Yep. Uh, that's why magic not? realism going on there. But hey, based on that artwork and that description, that's a good enough review for me, man. I'm sold. <laughs> I, I would I would read that. I would read that book. And um my uh my life has been crazy busy, so I haven't not been able to make it to um good old funky town comics and vinyl in the last two weeks. It was insane. I've been traveling, I've been all over the place, I've been busy as heck, so uh yeah hopefully next year next year also next year but next week hopefully next week i will have an actual comic to review maybe it'll be one of these oh these did, oh, did you want to do, oh, do your a, uh a 2024 yeah, yeah, yeah. update uh we've yeah, officially sorry we've officially hit 100 books yes steve yep. so we've got a major milestone this week February 12th, you hit 100 books. Congratulations, yep. my friend. Yeah, the 100th book was Superior Spider-Man number 13 by Dan Slott, uh, art by uh-huh. Giuseppe Kevin Coley. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is the original run that I'm reading through of Superior Spider-Man. Uh, I had never read it before, so um, going through it now, it's it's pretty solid. Like Awesome. A nice. solid, like, B plus, A minus. Yeah, okay. Like, right. nothing earth-shattering, but also a great new take on like a refreshing take on Parker and Otto and yeah. the whole, the whole thing. Right. Uh, all, it makes you think about what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man and why yes. Otto as Spider-Man is not working and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. That's the way it's been uh, described to me before. It's like a very, this is what it means to be Spider-Man kind of book. Right. Is a appealing, uh, appealing way to pitch a Spider-Man book to me for sure. Uh, beyond that, the second book of the ultimate universe ultimate black panther came out black panther yeah that's right uh How's that was that? absolutely killer uh great setup t'challa seems very t'challa um t'chaka is still alive and oh. um weirdly killmonger and uh storm are a thing whoa so be interesting to see where this all goes um, yeah, Killmonger sure. seems very, very much vigilante, Killmongery, but yeah. not want to be king of Wakanda, Killmongery. So huh. I think, I think it might be one of those where we see T'Challa and those two go at the same thing from different angles, and uh, yeah, it it's. Uh, I'm curious what this take will be. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, also. Cool. Wolverine Med- Medraporn Knights number one, which oh, that's right. I wasn't going to pull, and then I saw the cover, and it's like, As a, if you give yeah. me a Chris Claremont uh, Wolverine story that features him in Medrapore with Widow and Cap, uh, yeah, I was like, awesome. I okay, sure, why not? Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, so Chris Claremont, Edgar Salazar on art. It's actually a sequel to X Men Two Sixty Eight, which was one of the uh, 
it's the the patch uh like oh yeah he, okay. he shows up in this as like first page or first uh um literally first splash pages like oh, him yeah. dressed as patch with uh psylocke jubilee and widow amazing i was like okay awesome. where are we going with this um sweet dc world neil before zod one and two Oh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, nice. I have no idea anything about Zod because I've never read any Superman anything. Um, sure, yeah. Definitely a, a different take of a villain-centric book. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, one. kind of a... Through two, it's kind of like a, all right, where's this going type thing? But in general, like, a good good read. Nice. Uh, Mace cool. Window number one. Windu, not Mace Window. Oh, yeah. How's that? Good. Uh, great Mark Bernardin uh, was the, right. the writer on it. Um, absolutely killer. Uh, George's Janty as uh, the art. Some some yeah, really nice great. work there. So and then finally X-Men 31 because X-Men. Because X-Men. So oh and two oh, Strange man. Adventures in there too. Oh yeah that's right you're still working on yep. Strange Adventures. So I'm awesome. through three and four. Cool. So we're getting there. Um, uh, do you think you're going to be able to keep this pace up uh, to reach your goal of 1000 comics in 2024 i don't know but like i mean it's early it's early it's true i don't know because i'm i'm technically behind pace um by a good couple but i at the same time it's like even if i don't hit it it's still going to be something that's like driving me to read more which is kind of why i started it so you know we'll give it a go it's february it's too early for you to be saying even if i don't hit it you're gonna hit this steve you're gonna do this. Yeah, there's a lot of summer though, Mike. That <laughs> hey doesn't conducive to pod- sitting in my chair and reading. Even if this podcast turns into you hitting record and then sitting back and reading a comic book while I do all the talking, <laughs> just so you can hit this goal, we're doing it. It's gonna be the You're end episode. Is like gotta yeah. gotta get there. Gotta get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did also pick play. up um uh the distillery uh Somna. Oh, yeah i didn't get yep. a chance to read it but i do have a oh, okay I, I now have a copy of it so oh nice and All right. it, apparently i mean their whole thing is it will never get reprinted so yeah that's right one of oh, the I only that. one of the only copies you can get or i don't know if it's only Wild. won't be reprinted or won't be digital or maybe both i think eh, maybe both yeah wild well thank you for that update steve absolutely we're all rooting for you to hit that 1000 comics in 2024 this week in your local comic book store you may find amongst other things action comics number 1062 amazing spider-man number 43 batman number 143 batman and robin number six batman city of madness number three that's one for you steve Mm -hmm. beware the planet of the apes number two black panther number nine blade number eight blade runner 2039 a series that i uh forgot was still a thing i feel like it's been a long time since they put out an issue of that number 10 blue beetle number six blue book 1947 number one sequel to the james tinian blue book i think right maybe wrong but uh anyway speaking of james tinian deviant number four Fall of the House of X, number two. Green Lantern, number eight. If you find this, I'm already dead, number one. Kill Your Darlings, number six. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 16. Outsiders, number four. 
Savage Red Sony, number four. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, number one. Sinister Sons, number one. Speed Force, number four. Spider Gwen, Smash, number three. Star Wars Darth Vader, number 43. Superior Spider-Man, number four. The Hunger and the Dusk, number six. Transformers, number five. Vampirella, number 666. Awesome. Vengeance of Moon Knight, number two. Wesley Dodds, the Sandman, number five. And Wolverine, 43. Woo! Steve, I know you are getting Hunger in the Dusk. You're getting Transformers. You're getting Wolverine, Jesus, number 43. You're getting Fall of Transformers, five. A yep. Big week. You're getting Fall of the House of X, number two. And uh, City uh, Batman Madness. City Madness. This yep. is a big week for you. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a $20 week. $30 At week. At least. At least. I think that's well, City, none of that's them are, City of none Madness. None of them are number ones. Oh, yeah. City of Madness will be 10 So that'll be, yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever. But, hey, going to hit that thousand. Sacrifice, sacrifices hit, you make. Going to hit that thou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually I was looking back at the uh at the wall to think about like what the next graphic now like the next collected I'll end up getting is getting yeah. into is. Mm-hmm. Still I have no idea. Maybe the Rorschach after I finish Strange. Yeah. Just stay yeah, I feel all like Tom it's hard. King all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Supergirl after like it's that. Gotta be, good to it, go. It's probably hard for you to um I don't know. I don't know. Like you must be so preoccupied with like what you're saying. Like you're already looking to see what you're going to read next. Is it hard to like focus on what you're actually reading or are you, are you like, I should, this is a question I should ask you eight months in, but I'm asking you now, I'll ask you again, eight months in, do you find that you are still like enjoying it or are you just like, I got to hit this number. So I'm like barely taking in any of this actual information. Um, I feel like it depends on the title. Yeah, I feel like if it's like, especially like my pull books, I'm still all in on them. Yeah, like the the stories grab me enough. Um, Strange Adventure, like right now, all the everything yeah. that I'm reading is all top notch. Like Strange yeah. Adventures, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Super sure Spider Man, like the, the quality. Yeah, yeah, but there's big. been a couple where I'm just like, I don't. I, okay, cool. I this is a book. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, even I'm even X Men thirty one. I'm like, okay, yeah. It's it's okay. It's another it's another X Men story. Like Yeah, and that's X Men, it's crazy. I get it. Yeah. Even <laughs> actually Uncanny. When I when I started reading through my collected Uncanny, um, mm-hmm. I actually put that back down because I was doing that. And I found myself oh, wow. like through issue but well, it's all stuff I've read before too, so it's like okay. Right. Um, you're revisiting yeah and it's like okay i'm just thumbing through this for posterity's sake not because i want to be reading it um so i i was like i'm just i'm cutting ties on it i'm gonna come back to it like i made it through i made it from what 93 to 100 or 94 or 96 to 100 whatever yeah whatever that first uh, no 94 was the first post giant size Mm -hmm. but like i made it through 100 and i was like all right cut ties here yeah We'll take a pause. We'll come back to it later. But like 98, 99, 100, I don't know. They, they, yeah. There's pictures and colors and words. Because <laughs> that's the thing. You're smart to put it down because I feel like that's a thing that not only is really good, but also like uh, nostalgic kind of for you. I mean, right. not that you were like, you know, because you've read it already and 
oh, helped yeah. you fall in love with the characters or whatever. So like that's that's something that you want to enjoy reading. You don't want right. to just brush I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it to be my homework. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm not sure what I'm pulling if I'm pulling any of these this week because I didn't even pick up my polls from last week because <laughs> we haven't gotten Fair to enough. the bookstore. But um, I don't know. I'm very close to finally uh, jumping back into uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. I say jumping back in because I think I read the first two single issues. Um, but I'm going to reread the whole uh, collection um, as soon as I get the chance. It's right there. It's within my grasp. It's the next book on my list. So it's going to ha- happen. Well, let me know when um, you start and I'll pivot to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Would you want me to wait till you're done with what? Strange Adventures or something? So you don't have two. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. At the same time? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then I'll postpone. You let me know when okay. you're ready to go. Sounds like a plan. Well, it'll be fun. Yeah, we can like talk about where we are every week on the podcast. Why have we never done that before? That's a good idea, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that all the time. Weird. Why have we <laughs> We both own the collected oh. edition of this book. We should probably do this. It just yep, definitely should. Crazy. Yeah. That could be a whole other podcast for God's sake. That's, that's actually true. Um, I'm sure it's probably already is other podcasts. Yeah. Simpsons already, did it, but Simpsons did it. Um, but with that, I think that's all I got. No one shot. So, uh, I'm ready to wrap this thing up, Steve. You are. Yeah, no, I'd say, uh, we're probably at that point. So if you would like to leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts, uh, with or without a recipe, uh, feel free. Um, (laughs) we, if you've made it to this point and you happen to skip over, leave us a recipe, we'll read it or eat it on the air. Yeah. Both either or, uh, (laughs) Whatever. It's uh it's almost eleven, so we're just yeah. getting chippy at this point. Uh yeah. give us a call. <laughs> give us a call. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, call us. Here's Steve's home phone number. Call Steve anytime. Uh, yeah, find it at the multiverseport.com. <laughs> I'm sure it's listed there somewhere. Just poke around. Uh <laughs> if you don't find it, you can check us out on the socials, uh, the multiverse report on just about all of them. I think all of them now. Um all the ones that matter at so. least. Um, beyond yeah. that, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's that the multiverse word at gmail.com. If for some reason you want to write us an email. Yeah. Uh, you can send us a recipe to that, but we, that's not a guarantee, right? It's not a guarantee. I mean, if it looks really good, stickers. then sure. But it, yeah, now, we're not saying we'll only eat recipes that are sent to us with five star <laughs> reviews. We're saying that we will 100% eat them if they're sent to us via a five star review on a podcast. Uh, you want to email us there's a, a mild asterisk on that because you can make some really horrid recipes, but within reason. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, we all know. That's all part. We're all adults here, but I think the first. I think when we were coming up with it, I said, "Don't try to get us to eat like a shit sandwich or something." I believe you that's did actually say no. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I remember. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, all that. Get a hold of us. Follow us on socials. All that kind of stuff, and we'll be back here. I believe uh, this coming Sunday with another week of nerdy news for you. And until then, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the multiverse.